Hello, this is Occultus Anonymous. Welcome to episode 8 of our Star Trek Adventures mini-series, Ushan Tor. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome once again to Occultus Anonymous, uh, our little corner of geekdom on the internet. Um, we are continuing our mini-series while Drew takes a break to prepare for the next Mage Chronicle, where we're running a Star Trek Adventures uh, mini-series run by me um if, and it's been uh, a blast you, so far by the way and it's been what a blast oh good i've been having a lot of fun too i hope you guys have oh it. yeah it's fantastic they're called phasers not blasters come on we've been having a phase it sounds a little different if you're having a phase i originally was yeah. it, it's been out of sight That's hilarious, but Chris. yeah um so last time when we last left our story, the intrepid crew of the USS Curry, um, mostly the senior hands were on a planet establishing first contact, um, met with a less than warm reception. We're told politely to come back another day. We'll let you know when. Um, and uh, ended up picking up a stowaway from one of the locals who explained that uh, Klingons had arrived on the planet. Um, a few weeks earlier, and had been mining the dilithium, the massive dilithium deposits around the planet, using the locals as press labor. Um, this, of course, um, convinced the crew to give a hand and uh, help where they could. The they have a couple of different priorities. First is the the profits that have been taken hostage are very important to the local culture. So freeing them will go a long way towards smoothing over whatever comes next as far as uh, first contacts go. Um, um, but they also didn't have the official recognition of the local government. Like nobody asked them for help. In fact, they said, "Don't come back." Um, so the captain, I, I, I feel free to rephrase this however you like, but you know, bent a few rules and interpreted things a certain way that it was perfectly okay for him to go and mess around, even though they were told not to. Exercised um, under, his discretion. Exercised his discretion on the justification that the locals were under duress and thus were not able to make an actual decision. Um, I mean, so we were asked for help. He were asked by someone who did not represent the official government. Um, so uh, the crew split up at that point with the captain going to the speaker of the local government um, in secret, teleporting just outside of his bedchamber in the evening. Um, and had a brief conversation um, where everything was sort of revealed and he agreed, if on the promise that you could look after the prophets, that they would do what they could to help. While that was going on, right, um, yeah, I'll get to that. While that was going on, um, we did a, um, a hit, an assault, I wouldn't even call it an assault, it a was drop a kick at the mine. It was a um, stealth assault. The stealth assault caught the Klingons completely with their hands down, didn't have to fire a shot, and got a bunch of prisoners and freed a bunch of test workers. So, um, because I skipped something in my skits in my script, I'm going to go back now in order to do that. <laughs> we are brought to you, um, as always, by Roll20 and viewers like you. Um, your contributions help us uh, refresh equipment and pay for amazing artwork. Uh, the the fine, the 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 touch-ups of the drawings for the new character order up on uh, Patreon right now. They look the awesome. tight roughs. Like, yeah, the tight roughs. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing looking, what the final uh, looking rough. Theo just yet, but uh, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes that's all going to be fine. 
Um, so thank you to our patrons, namely Ryan, Thomas, Noba, Harry, Michael, Brandon, Catfeathers, Josh, Alexander, Puppeteer, Sina, ML, Moku, Melissa, Doc the Doomed, Other Michael, The Arcane, Bernie, Alan Michael, Al, Yusuf Sama, Reginald Barkley, Julian, Dolores, Jenny, Blood Angel, Jack, Zoltan, Funzo Sue, Milo V3, Vortex, Adele, Crazy Man, 1772, George, Woodfoot, Neomagus, Chris, Shaksara, to boldly go where no camo has gone before. Thanks, camo. Way to go, camo. Uh, Toast, Daniel, Thomas, Taryn, Hongfalleth, Parker, and Riafio. Thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, let's pick up where we left off. <laughs> With Commander Kendall smashing his comm badge going, Curie? Curie? Yes. <laughs> and the le- we cut- we left on a cliffhanger last time when That's uh, right. Commander Kendall attempted to establish contact with Curie and received nothing in response. So I, I shouldn't say nothing. You received static. Okay. Uh, we'll and it's, just to clarify, it's not a combat. You actually whip out the communicator, flip up the lid. Oh, that's right. Tune into the freaking yeah, 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 because yeah. okay. we're because we're, we're in TOS. Mm-hmm. It's one of these. So we're in cell phone times. <laughs> awesome. Hello, the props. Ralph pulls another prop out of his butt. Which, Here we go. Which <laughs> that's <laughs> where I keep them. It's the best place. <laughs> we 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 had. A, they a call chat. it nature's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> A quick, quick shout out to Ms. Grumpy whenever she gets around to it, who just started up Blades in the Dark and apparently lost it when when Crafty Man Ralph pulled oh, on yeah. the mask. Which also, if you haven't <laughs> seen the Blades in the Dark series, go watch it because please watch it. Ralph has plenty of props. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, that was yeah, that was a lot of fun and so much chaos. I loved it all. It was a good yeah. time. Kidneyle, uh, you know, communicator out and tries the captain. Excellent. Short range. Does that connect? Uh, yes, you are able to reach the captain. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so, because two birds, one stone. Uh, yes, yep. exactly. Flip that up and, so, and yeah. Commander? So, or excuse me, captain? I'm the commander. Uh, the captain pauses the speaker and says, Yes, commander. We are here um, and have uh, located the locals. Everybody is safe and secure, and we cannot get a line through to the Curie. That's concerning. Well, yes. I've accomplished what I need to do. And uh, you can say we have the support and endorsement that I suspected we could get. Absolutely. Um, how do you wish to proceed? Hmm. I have a few ideas. I think rendezvousing first is a good, good first bet. All right, we will locate transportation and see if we can get to the outskirts of uh, the city. Because if it, and you know, Craig, for my, we're kind of ways from the major, uh, uh, yes, metropolitan area. Um, however, and I, maybe I didn't describe it, uh, but there was a Klingon shuttle parked. On the landing pad outside of the mine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I figured there'd be something. Mm-hmm. So, it'd yeah. be easy for you guys to pile into that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we will uh, acquire transport and make our way uh, closer to you, Captain. All right. Can I, I um, attempt to figure out what the interference might be on the communications? 
Um, sure. Um, give me a con engineering. Yeah, because that was uh, Commander Kitten's next step. You mean control engineering? Oh, I said con kind of, Yeah, control engineering. Okay. It's cool. It's double up them disciplines. Mm -mm, those are that very small die pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. It would reduce your die pool. Are not able to... Ooh. I will give you this. It's definitely an external source. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Something... Yeah, um, it, and it's not interfering with local communication, so you're able to communicate on the planet, but there's something that's preventing anything sort of outside of the atmosphere from getting through. All right, uh, so you guys pile into the Klingon shuttle. Um, potentially. Is that the plan? Uh, I, okay. I, I want to make sure that we're clear on what's what's happening at the mines and in terms of our Klingon captives. Uh, sure. Because did, transport probably never actually happened. So we have all the Klingon captives then. That's right. Okay, right. Because uh, I had this great plan of how we were going to have them all control, and no, I couldn't even call up. Um, so yeah, their weapons have been removed. Um, uh, much as I wanted to keep a bunch of uh, disruptors, I'm uh, probably going to have the locals have the disruptors. Um, and uh, yes, <laughs> yes, Lieutenant, we will come back and get one for you. Uh, <laughs> we will find more Klingons to punch. Um, uh, but that way they have them. Um, if Maya, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, has the local area like because I figure we shove these guys into the mines and they can just sit there. Sure. Uh, if everybody else on the uh, assault crew is cool with that. So are you they, leaving the prisoners under guard by the locals or are you taking the prisoners with you? So, so we didn't finish the exchange. Mm hmm. Uh, oh. um, what oh. what uh, Aerolor was going to suggest in addition to a possible rendezvous might help. Um, uh, he was going to... So, so Captain Chichlor says, in addition to rendezvousing, um, perhaps there's something happening on the planet that the Speaker of Maya might be able to help us with. Yep. And if so, we can get through. However, if we can't, um, we might just need to leave. Board using some ship. commandeered craft. So stand by while I speak with the speaker. Sure. Um, Commander? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would appear that there is, uh, while I haven't found the source of it, the there does seem to be some sort of barrier to extra-atmospheric communications. Interesting. An outside source. It is oh. not a problem with the ship, so far as I can tell. Uh. Lieutenant, can you work with Maya and see if we can, you know, narrow down what that might be? Yeah, I'm wondering either something the Klingon set up to block it, or the um, the builders, because we couldn't see it from off-planet either. And you guys have communicated successfully off-planet previously. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, Not during the first mission. Not in this area, too. This was the sort of staticky oh. area we found by like sort of negative. Well, I think that was base, the ruins. Right? The ruins. Yeah, that was yeah the, the, the ruins area. of the builders were what showed up as a negative space. Mm -hmm. 
the mine we right. can find. Yep. Okay. Uh, out of character, I just realized that Captain Trichelor could have immediately tried to, to ping the Curie himself to confirm if he also is limited. Yeah, once hanging uh, up or, or something. Yeah, I'll give you that for free. Yeah, you're not able to communicate either. Okay, cool. Great. Thank you. We'll mm-hmm. proceed. Just want okay. to confirm that. So what's happening with the prisoners? I'm not clear on that. Are they um, staying in the mine under guard of the locals? Or are they that, coming with you? That was the uh, the immediate plan, but I'm realizing that that's like 20-odd locals against four Klingon warriors who really aren't that afraid. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, that yeah. seems unsafe. There are large storage containers in here um, designed for holding dilithium crystals. You could put the Klingons <laughs> inside in a storage container. Put them in a barrel. Crack a window open a little bit to let some air in and they should be fine. Punch a hole in the roof. Yeah. She should let me borrow that disruptor. Blam, blam, blam. Okay, they can breathe. Uh, my, uh, my only concern with that plan, Commander, would be that um, where other Klingons to arrive, the locals would bear the brunt of the evidence that something had happened here. Right. Yeah. And it being obvious that we had been here and done this. Yep. Okay. We will think over that. Um, actually, yeah. I think the commander is like, okay, I'm going to relegate some jobs here. Let the lieutenant work with Maya real quick to see if they can come up with something before we even leave the area and basically go with uh, Lieutenant Shavor and. Uh, the dock and uh, see if we can figure out a proper way to handle these. Well, actually I'm, I'm realizing how big is this shuttle? It's a fairly large cargo shuttle. Um, there's not a lot of passenger space. Um, so they can handle six people seated, but there's a large cargo bay area that you could have people just you know, hanging loose in there. Okay. So that, that actually might, cause I was like, I do not yeah. want to be in a cramped, you know, piloting space with a Klingon breathing over my neck. Okay. <laughs> so that, might be, that might be a little bit more doable. Okay. Um, my personal input is I'm in favor of keeping them with us just because it's safer for everyone else. Right. And I, and like, I agree. It was more of, I, I was thinking shuttle as in, okay, here's this tiny little space and we're going to all be crammed in there. But yeah, cargo space. That's true. Right. So are you going to put the Klingons in a cargo container then? And load the cargo sure. container in the yeah. cargo area of the shuttle. No problem. Um, so getting the Klingons in the cargo container is no big deal. You can seal it up nice and leave a little bit of airspace so they don't suffocate. Uh, and you head towards the shuttle and hit the actuator on the, on the loading ramp. The door comes down and you hear a couple of growls coming from inside. And you see that do- what had been dozing in the cargo bay was woken up by the opening of the door were a couple of Targ who sort of uh, look up uh, expectantly and then are confused to see you and then immediately start growling and drooling on drool hanging down and dripping onto the floor as they get their hackles up. And, and, uh, <laughs> and the commander is going to say something. I'm realizing that the commander is probably going to say fairly often, lieutenants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, it's such cute. A... It's like a space boar. Yes. Targs are freaking awesome. I love them. It's literally just a boar with extra spikes. Mm-hmm. Oops. Oh, that's a good boy. Let's see here. Well, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, Google it, gang. Targs I mean, are. Space yeah. pig. Space pig. Space pig. 
the Klingons tend to treat them like dogs. Mm-hmm. Like as a uh, pet. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start looking around and see if we have anything I can offer it as a, like a treat. Like, you I have emergency think... rations as part of a standard kit issued for away teams. So sure. Yeah, I'm gonna offer it like a toss them a biscuit, a, a biscuit or a jerky or something. Uh, give me a I'm presence command kid. roll. You're looking at about a difficulty three for this. I'm not good at either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> the commander is already drawing his phaser, just to be clear. <laughs> you can give uh, it a shot. Yep. I mean, I'd have to spend the momentum and then succeed on every die. Or we might get a crit. Do we have still our momentum? Uh, what was that? I imagine we did. It's kind of a continuation yeah, of the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is our momentum at? Uh, six. Craig? That we had them capped, yeah? Mm-hmm. I will take one and then cool. see what happens. Heck yeah. No. All right. It was no. an attempt. So Lieutenant Zagolin uh, offers a targ some of uh, her rations. and I'm not just, trying to, like, hand feed it. I'm tossing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, you know, trying to distract them fat, and they don't even give it a look and immediately charge forward to attack. Yep. Uh, you guys may go first. They are at short range. Sure. Uh, Who I wants am, to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start us off. Uh, sure. Oh, um, and uh, minor action to charge my phaser. Um, and then, uh, fire a wide beam on, uh, to hit both of them. And then it is, uh, control and security. Yes. Okay. Uh, hand phasers is my, uh, focus. And yeah. So it's only been, oh boy. Oh God. Oh no. That's a 17 oh. and a 20. Man, why are we not playing Jeez. D&D? <laughs> I would have just wrecked something. All right. Um, so the Tard, uh, you definitely get his attention sure. as he rushes forward. And You said there are two Targs? There are two Targs. Okay. This would be Daring and Security. Uh, I don't have the, the courage sheet for a quick roll, so I'm just using a D20. Sure. It's an opposed role, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, daring security. I do not have a focus. And so zero successes from the target. Two successes. There we go. Awesome. Uh, so you only need one. So you can bank a momentum or use it for an immediate spend. Uh, what can I get from immediate spends on attacks like this? Um, penetration, for example. Um, although I don't know if the Tinder have resistance. I don't know, Greg. Do they? <laughs> yeah, so you can use it to penetrate resistance. Okay, cool. I will definitely do that. All right. And so then, do your damage. Punch it with my security plus one. Hey, that's a four. That's four, yeah. And two effects. Um, and you, what charge did you do? Uh, well, Area? yeah, but that was for my phaser, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, that. right. This is yeah, two effects, so this is going to be a knockdown. So, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four. And ignoring resistance with that momentum. Um, and the well, you, uh, one momentum, I think, is one resistance or is it two? I do not know. Okay. 
We'll say it's two just because I'm feeling nice. No. no one, two, three, four, so four damage. Okay. You said so you just smack the target and knock it down. No. Nope. Uh, it is at your feet and it is definitely upset. Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, I'll go. I'm just going to uh, charge the phaser onto um, the vicious, right? Or the high damage one. What's its name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vicious. Vicious is the effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then shoot at the one that's uh, on the ground trying to bite the commander. Okay, sure. It is security and control. Oh, uh, yes. And I just wrote like a normal task roll, right? Mm-hmm. That's a success with a complication. Hmm. Um, go ahead and roll your effects. Your challenge okay. dice. Okay, I'm confused. I just clicked the little one over here by the weapon, right? And that yeah, I know. Include it'll automatically, my... yep, it'll yeah, automatically okay. add everything in. Cool. Oh, wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Um, that's enough to take the target out. It uh, yelps um, and tries to start crawling away. Um, it's not completely out of it, but it's definitely injured. Uh, it also took uh, two additional damage because I had it charged to Vicious. Yeah, it took that into that account. account. Okay. Okay. Um, and a complication. Mm-hmm. Now the last card goes... Hmm. Did we get my bad thing? Um, I think I'm going to take a threat for that. Add one threat? Okay, uh, yeah. We're at five threat now. Craig, just for your FYI, finally found the momentum spent, and it, it is actually two resistance for yep, each momentum right. spent. That's what I counted it as anyway. So. Yep. All right. Uh, the next targ. There we go. How many were there? Two. 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 We both attacked the same one. So this one's coming after Lieutenant Sukolnin. Oh, here we go. So I'm rolling... One success. You're rolling uh, Daring and Security. Two successes. (laughs) You win. Go ahead and roll your unarmed damage. What is that? (laughs) It'll Um, It'll be one plus your security. For challenge dice, if it's not, if you haven't got it built into your character. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It defaults to five already. Lord. And two effects, so that's also a knockdown. Okay. Um. So it tries to savage you. Uh, you manage to just sort of straight army keep it away, and then you just hit it with the elbow underneath the jaw. <laughs> snap its head back and it collapses onto the ground. It's still very much in the fight, but it's definitely hurt. Yeah. Gonna have, uh, a, really a, pig. Gonna have a talk <laughs> later with the lieutenant about one-upping the commander. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, the targs have all gone, so who's next? You called her. Uh, you, got two, you, got, you got two red shirts um, and Dr. Hudson. Yeah, uh, and Lieutenant Shavor. Oh, no. No, we nope. do not. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, 
So, uh, Dr. Hudson, do you want to jump in mm-hmm. here? or uh, I will certainly try my best. <laughs> um, one yeah. thing, uh, I was looking uh, in the book uh, there, Chris, is, uh, and especially if you want to take a look, is page 173 has the other actions, um, like assist and create advantage and stuff like that, that may be more Doc Hudson's uh, style. That'd be helpful if I have the PDF open. But for now, I will attempt to be very bad at shooting a gun. Can I use control security to do this thing? It is. How I bad is this? Nine. It's, a, it's a 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got good control. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, decent. Uh, I'm going to spend a momentum for another die. There sure. we go. Sure. Hey. hey. Nice. Fantastic. Didn't even need that other day. Um, so you get that one momentum back, or you can use it for penetration. Uh, I'll get it back. Okay. Cool. So back, back to six. six. And then I mean, the like... phaser is four dice for its thing. If you click on the challenge dice symbol on the phaser on your character sheet, it'll automatically add everything you need to. 30 plus weapon damage. Okay. So that's, that's why y'all have so many dice. Mm-hmm. I don't have that many. <laughs> It's okay. Your one security means yeah. See. Ooh, great. Two two damage. Good job. Two damage. Good job, champ. I did it. I mean, you did that with yeah. little like key yeah. fob, yeah. you know, phaser. Oh, uh, that's a type two. Oh yeah, you have the full pistol. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have one security. Yeah, I mean, I only have the baby phaser, also. I have I have the big one. Yeah, the doc is. Right. A, is a um, somebody want to roll for your red shirts? Uh, yeah, cap. I'm happy to. Sure. They're under crew support in the tree there. That's right. The security officers, right? Yep. Great. So they each fire phasers. Is the first hey. one. Um, they take a minor action to charge. Yes, they both uh, take minor actions to charge. Or aim. So. Other one. Hmm. Hmm, yeah, aim lets them right. re-roll 1d20. Oh, yeah, they're going to aim. They're each going to take a minor action to aim. So here's the first one. It's making a control and security. Oh, yeah, they don't have any focuses. Don't need focuses. Yep. <gasps> okay, re-roll that uh, complication. Ah, yes, because of aim. Yes, because mm-hmm. of aim. Seven. That's a hit. That's a success. Yeah. Excellent. Rolling dice. What Rolling is the um, negative effect of uh, knockdown, Craig? All right. Um, I think this character sheet is incorrect. It looks like, yeah, because the favorite type two base damage is three. So I'm going to re-roll with um, it edited because it rolled seven or, dice. Right, but it's three plus their security. They have security two security. Two, so it should be five oh. total challenge dice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I just noticed that's seven challenge dice. So I'll re-roll that. Okay. Still not bad. Five damage? Still good. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right, uh, that's enough to injure the remaining active targ. It's, Fantastic. It's still awakened, but it's definitely taken all the fight out of it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So um, then uh, the next one's going to go. There's one more roll. Nothing left to do. Both of the targs are whimpering and oh, trying to oh, run gotcha. away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see. 
Um, you can either drive them off the ship, or if you want to make a pet or something, uh, up to you. I mean, no. Can I keep one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> Ash is turning to the commander, can I? And the commander's already saying no. <laughs> okay, well, get him off the ship, I guess. All right, so you turf the targs off the ship, uh, seal up the guys the targs the airborne. Um, Not good for local ecosystems. Yeah. What if they breed? Yeah, no, no. Can I get, can I get everybody to give me an engineering and control role? Okay, including the red shirts. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Do it right. I did it. Control. Two. Um, what is this related to? All of your calm links start beeping. You get that call signal. Gotcha. Okay. Well, this isn't too bad. That's one security officer. That's another one. Good job, crew. One of them got none. One of them got two. One's getting promoted. The other's getting immediately kicked off the ship. <laughs> All right. So anyone who got two successes, you're able to clear up the static and the interference. Uh, and you hear um, uh, communication coming from, it sounds like the Curie. And it's like in mid-conversation. Um, so boost the signal. Can you get them? Okay. I don't think you're going to be able to get through to us, Captain. There was a D5 battlecruiser hiding on the moon. It popped up just before we would have come into um, into sensor range. They're currently staying at long range, doing the Klingon saber dance. Um, I've managed to punch through the jamming, I think, but the Klingons are not responding to hails. I think they're trying to position us, so it looks like the, there's a cloaked warbird out there somewhere. I have an open fire. We're just taking long range fire. I'm handling it with reinforcing the shields. Uh, but I have launched our birds, so we've got four fighters watching our back to make, try and discourage that warbird if it decides to clip and take a shot at us. Um, we're under constant fire. I can't bring down the shields to beam anybody back. You're going to be on your own until I can figure out this light cruiser. Shavor out. And the communication ends. Yeah, she has enough to deal with right now. Uh, and I will uh, call up the captain as we are headed that way. Catch sure. the captain up on what is going there. Um, and you head to the capital city? Yeah. Um, and at this point, uh, the jig is up. Um, I feel like. Uh, Klingons know about us and what we're trying to do. Or at least they, they've revealed themselves. And that's enough for Kidneyle to basically, well, to the uh, to the captain say, sir, at th this point, I think we can um, probably consider that we need to um, be less discreet. Um, we'll obviously need to move with some stealth because I'm pretty sure we are outnumbered here. But um, at this point, our intentions don't matter. The Klingons have already... Uh, well, to borrow the lieutenant's parlance, or uh, already started this dance. Well, let's remember that we're here to help people. And as the speaker suggested, the most important thing to them is that we do not endanger the lives of the prophets. Right. So although we are being actively engaged by a known vicious adversary, I still think that we should do the best that we can to de-escalate the situation if possible. Absolutely, Commander. Captain. Damn it! <laughs> 
All right. Um, so a few minutes of flying takes you back to the capital city where you're going to land in the main square. Uh, um, travel pad. Like there's a shuttle pad near the the um, government building. Or we're going to uh, try and set down closer to the speaker's residence. Uh, where the captain is. Where yeah, I was going to say that speakers. the captain would be willing to meet you where we were first outside of the city. Because the speaker still doesn't know about this. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, that we have kidnapped the guys. Yes, exactly. This is a potential severe escalation and variation on what the captain presented to the speaker. So he doesn't want to be like, yeah, come on. Also, we made things a little potentially worse because we took these guys. We took these guys and this shuttle. Yeah. We kidnapped some guys and stole your ship. Um, so let's get a general stealth roll from the cool. captain to get Heck out yes. of being seen. Call it Sounds good. security. Cool. Works for me. I'm also, or it wouldn't be fitness security, which are the same. I'm just trying to wrap my head around the, the tasks. If uh, control, if you want to be controlled, that's totally cool. No, I, I could accept fitness. Sure. Okay, cool. All right. And I think this is a risky maneuver. Yes, you are trying to silently exfiltrate a city with hostile Klingons in it. <laughs> scene. I call that the risky maneuver. Excellent. Going to get a third die by uh, spending one momentum. And I'm going to roll. All right, two. No problem. Not bad. Yeah, cool. Easy enough. You uh, evade all the Klingons. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, it takes a little bit longer for the captain to get there, but you guys meet where you guys originally touched down in your um, F-class shuttle. Fantastic. What was the difficulty um, But you see the role? you know the imposing form of a Klingon cargo shuttle uh, sitting there. So you Very guys are all together. You've got some prisoners in a cargo container. Some kind of fight going on up top. Up yeah. Above the planet. And what do you do next? Craig, that last roll was did that have a set difficulty it was two to to avoid any entanglement cool. perfect fight, so yeah. thank you great okay so i the captain then what does he say he says we need to return to the curie but that might be a bit challenging right now I would agree. Um, I think our best bet and kind of thumps on the security, the storage container is to have uh, a little yes. chat okay. with our Klingon <laughs> friends. <laughs> yes. You brought me a present. <laughs> um, and see if we can determine where the profit uh, profits are being held. Uh, because right. if they're on the battle cruiser, that's, you know, I mean, we have the potential gestures again at shuttle to get on board. I don't know how good your Klingon is, sir, but mine's a bit rusty. Um, but, you know, we could try to, you know, board and seize a Klingon battle cruiser, you know, just the, uh, yeah, just the six of us. A light cruiser would be a tall order. There's a couple hundred, you mm -hmm. know, angry people on board. That's fine. Perhaps a um, warbird, though. You would have a much better chance with the warbird if you could find it. Right. Yeah. I think there are two things we want to get out of them in the immediate sense. There's a lot of information we want, including the locations of the prophets, if they know that. However, considering these miners might just be crew members on the ship, they might have technical information that we, or if we can get it to them, 
Jiffus could use to improve the situation for the Curie. So, if they know the shield, shield frequency. modulation frequency, indeed, or the location of the warbird, some way that we can get there. I'm glad, Commander, that you and I are thinking along the same lines. I apologize, everybody who's not a Star Trek nerd, for what just happened there. <laughs> <laughs> Will a Klingon tell you any of that? <laughs> or would they rather... It would be Die an, first. It would be an interrogation. Right. People tell me lots of things when I ask the right way. Um, Are you going to seduce a Klingon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I arguably, live for that. <laughs> arguably, it's a certain kind of seduction. Uh, um, so, starting off, we do have a veteran in here who is probably more than just a minor. Um, yes. I had some conversation with... Uh, him before, if I remember correctly, uh, mm -hmm. but we didn't really actually try an interrogation. It was just a, hey, we won this one, and you know, let's let's live to fight another day. Right, get in the box, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we have them to talk to. We also have the possibility of uh, following the speaker. Um, and especially with mm -hmm. the speaker's help, potentially infiltrating the, uh, the the government building and seeing if there is a, you know, sub-lieutenant or something in that building as well um, that may have information for us. And then, then, there's also the builder site, which the... Uh, Good point. Where'd my notes go? Uh, but, yeah, the uh, Klingon com uh, commander had... A special interest in defied orders to keep looking well, at it here's a additional bit of useful information that the speaker was able to provide he agreed to bring the communications device that lieutenant zekelman gave to him when we first visited and bring it near the radio they use in city hall to communicate with their klingon overseers with the hopes that lieutenant zekelman or Commander Jiffus would be able to hijack that signal and figure out a way to locate the battlecruiser that is no longer hidden. That still could be useful in the event that we need to be here for a while. So yeah. what I suggest is this. Sorry, Commander. One moment. What I suggest is this. Uh, Lieutenant Zekelman, if you can think of a way that you might be able to make use of a device that's in regular communication with the Klingons in the yeah. short term, that might be helpful. Then, Dr. Hudson, I realize this might violate your professional ethics. So I, uh, I'm aware of that as I ask this question. However, do you have any means that might make a Klingon prisoner more pliable to our questions? not here uh well he's got his field med kit with him he could probably whip something up question is would he yes mm -hmm. um i can do whatever you need me to do captain great and i would like you to do that right 
Alrighty. So let's start with that. And then uh, Captain Jichalor, yeah, but uh, Dr. Hudson, the last thing he says is, and he looks at Commander Kitneon and says, the good old good cop, bad cop. Well, in this oh, is... Although these are Klingons, so bad cop, worst cop might be more <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> bad, bad cop, honorable cop. <laughs> I, know, I know, Chris, we're moving right along. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, no, we in, all knew. Uh, in, in this uh, case, uh, the commander says, absolutely, Captain, if I may speak with you privately first. Yes. Fabulous. Uh, and, uh, you know, stepping probably into the cockpit of the shuttle or something sure. like that. Um, Dr. Hudson, why don't yep. you give me... I'm kind of leaning on a daring medicine because you're kind of weighing mm. a little bit, but you could probably make a case for insight medicine or using medicine. Um, Depending on how you want to approach this. I mean, daring sounds pretty, pretty, pretty point. Sure. I don't think I have any focuses related to <laughs> this sort of thing. Yeah, I was looking um, Can I help? Maybe, maybe composure. Hmm. Like, yeah, I'm. I know xenobiology and science. Oh yeah, that's a good point. What is an assist? Yeah, you could do an assist. Sure. The a die. Uh, daring and medicine. Daring say? and medicine. Yeah. Okay. Just for an one die. Um, yeah, I think I will tag composure along the lines of this is not something that Hudson would do given full choice of actions. Mm -hmm. And so, like, going along with the captain's orders and keeping composure that way rather than, like, this actually being a super stressful situation sort of thing. Sure. Um... I'm going to. Oh, all right. No, that's all right. Roll too fast. That's good. Um, difficulty was uh, three, but because you have your field medicine talent, oh, reduces yeah. difficulty to two. So hey. you successfully give the captain an advantage on his interrogation <laughs> through chemical cocktail, or yes, okay. basically chemical cocktail. Maybe aromatherapy. I'm not sure how. Yeah, to that's that's <laughs> kind of it's like. I mean, that sounds kind of goofy, but that's actually kind of the way that I was thinking was like, just pump a little. I don't know. Pump a little feel good. Maybe not in, happy in, gas, but I mean, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. likely to drug them a little bit them, to make them, have them relax, have them ready to fight more, but. Sure. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll be honest. It's your lore and the commander going in there. It's fine if they're they're feeling a little punchy, uh, as long as they're talkative. Yeah. Uh, All right. So in the cockpit. Yes. Your lore. How far do you plan to go with this interrogation? Oh, he calls him by his first name. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh. He says, "Oh, I see. We're breaking decorum." Uh, <laughs> I plan to go far enough to get us what we want without compromising our ethics and commitment to the ideals of Starfleet. So whatever Dr. Hudson is concocting up there, of course, without knowing what the doc has actually right. come up with, um, 
What are you what are you willing to to do to our prisoners that have surrendered willingly and without a fight? Not going to torture them. The I'm glad you asked about the what I asked from Dr. Hudson. Uh, I asked from Dr. Hudson something that we can use in the event that the prisoners do not submit to the relatively simple questions I will ask them at first. I will state to them what the situation is. They are a member of a hostile people at odds with what we try to do around the galaxy, and they are currently uh, acting against us. We know that we have been attacked, and so in, we are treating them as hostile agents of a group that has attacked us prior to us attacking them. Attacking them, And so they have a few options. They can answer our questions without any problems, or we can do what's necessary to get the answers we need to save our ship and the people that we are trying to protect. And so that will proceed in this order. I ask questions. If you don't answer my questions, I inject you with a gas so that you're more likely to answer questions. If you don't answer questions, then I remove your binds and then I beat the answers out of you. And then if that still doesn't work, then we'll figure out whatever means are necessary to get the information we need. And I don't know for cultural sensitivity or whatever, but beating on a Klingon is not like that's just how things are done in the Klingon society. Yeah. Yeah. No Klingon would consider getting a beating torture. Right. I mean, get, that is how you flirt with Klingons. Right. Get, get, getting, getting a beating from, for, uh, is, is part of your, you know, official reprimand for showing up late. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Um, the yeah, the torture is step four after like right, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, what he's implying right and commander nods and says okay i want to be sure that we were on the same page here captain uh we usually are i appreciate you for confirming uh that yeah heading out and uh <laughs> dr hudson report what do we have we've got a sort of what should function as a bit of a calming agent. Um, everyone a little relaxed and talkative, I would hope. Wonderful. So basically the equivalent can... of a Star Trek edible. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sure. So, uh, I can pump that in ahead of time or? Not yet. Oh, I, I see. want it okay. in the event we need it. And I appreciate you for so quickly putting it together. After you, Captain. So just well. oh. make, you, know, you have the uh, ability to use that advantage at any time during the what follows. Wonderful. All right. So you go to the container, open it up. Um, the Klingons are there looking a little bit digest, de dejected. <laughs> digested. Um, but the, the bigger guy in the slightly fancier clothes kind of looks up and gets to his feet. Good. Uh, I don't know... Uh, I don't think we even discussed his name, but basically I call him by his name, you know, mm -hmm. sub-lieutenant, you know, whatever. And this is Captain, you know, uh, Irlor Chuchalor. Um, we have some questions for you. Kind of setting the stage formally. Please exit the... Yeah, Captain Chuchalor is definitely going to be polite until... Um, that's no longer appropriate or necessary. So he All says, right. please exit the cargo pod so that you don't boast in front of your men. He uh, exits the cargo pod. He's kind of sizing you up as he does so. Sounds good. 
Um, and he sort of stands up, gives a bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. and then kind of turns to you with a not a hostile look, but he's definitely ready. Okay. I understand that your people are warriors, Captain. We are. Well, let's make this interesting. Instead of whatever interrogation you weak-willed Federation thought might happen here, I'm going to spend two threat for a GM intrusion. He says... What is it, Cypher System? Anybody get that reference? No? Oh, it's just that rhyme. Um, he says, I'll make you a deal. If you can best me in single combat, I will be an open book to your questions. If I win, you let me and my men depart with no further interactions. Do I have your word that you will answer every single question I ask you, regardless of how much it might put you or the other people on your ship under duress or vulnerability to me and the people on my ship? I am Wadun, son of Wokax. For the sake of my men, I will ignore that insult. I have given you my word. This dude doesn't realize he's gonna just get fucking jetted if he wins. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let you depart right out the back of the ship. <laughs> oh, our dueling is Airlord's thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, I think I think like before the captain even responds, yeah. the commander mm-hmm. just plays hype man and yeah. goes, <laughs> <laughs> "Really, Wudun? Do you know who you're?" Alright. <laughs> so he mm-hmm. says, do we fight bare fisted or with weapon? With weapon. Commander pulls the dick toss. Tosses mm-hmm. it. In the dick toss. He doesn't even I'm look at you, he just holds out his hand for it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Airlord pulls out the Yushan tour. <laughs> I'm about to get to do some medicine, y'all. We're going to do this. Like The commander, like, oh, yeah. you know, step away from the shuttle and, like, drags <laughs> his foot across the ground and makes yep. a big ring. Yep. Bring but, out the mud pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everyone knows Klingons use red jello. <laughs> uh, I thought it was hot sauce, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pepper jelly. They use pepper jelly. Split uh, <laughs> the difference. Here we go. Alrighty. Um, as usual, you mm-hmm. go first. Cool. Sounds good. But these are all going to be competing roles, so. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What is Aerolore going to do? Uh, it's going to go straight for it. Um, okay. It's time for the Yushan. So uh, uh, if I can, if he's I can, going to go ahead. Um, uh, because this is obviously taking a minute. Do we want to allow the other Klingons to see what is going on? And, oh. like, and, and be like, this is above board. Hey, this is the challenge. And kind of bring oh, yeah. it up. Okay. I, I think that's a good Oh, idea. yeah, absolutely. Cool. They, they're going to see their, their, their supervisor get beat down. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we have them under guard. We've got the security guys. We've got the lieutenant. We've got the commander. Also, Craig, this is totally original series. Like oh, straight it's up, very... this is great. Totally appropriate. 
All right. Meanwhile, Hudson's like, we already beat you in Captain. Why do we have to fight again? We already won. This is stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to apply. I'm going to spend one momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to um, give you one threat. Oh, no. It needs to be two. Damn it. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. Um, Arrow wants to end this quickly and decisively. What do you say? You could use your determination. Indeed. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So um, I am going to uh, apply one threat, spend one threat to gain one die. I'm going to spend two momentum to gain a second die. So I have four dice. Then I'm going to apply momentum, my momentum. Right? What do you say? Yeah, we're, we're, we left with three momentum. Okay. So that brings us up to six threat. We're left with three momentum. Uh, I have the focus hand-to-hand combat. This is also um, an unexpected challenge, and or this is an orthodox solution to the need to get answers. <laughs> but I think um, fortune favors the bold, or there's nothing better than action might be appropriate values. I think this would be there's nothing better than action in this case. Yeah, All sure. right, cool. Great. So I'm rolling four dice on daring and security with the Ushan, and I can re-roll any of those dice because of that talent. So here we go. All right. Looks like I'm not re-rolling anything. <laughs> All right. And I applied my determination, so I'll click that off. Mm-hmm. So that's um, seven. Like other DMs, like flip through pages or like roll a bunch of dice. Craig gets quiet. <laughs> I'm um, I'm sorting through my actions to see which mm-hmm. one he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, he will swing his dictar, buys one extra dice. Oh, no, I rolled wrong. Sorry. It's okay. That's, no the, that's the damage. Hang on. <laughs> this isn't fair. Yep. You can try it, Hibby. I hit you. <laughs> However, because he bought one die with threat, he is able to reroll any number of dice. Mm-hmm. That's what Klingons do. So three yeah. successes. Um, yep. We still seven. got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. still beat him out and you gain some momentum. Yep. So cool. four momentum gain. Mm-hmm. So that maxes us out plus the one. Yeah, plus the one, and it needs to be an immediate spend. Let's see. Um, I use that immediate spend to punch the resistance if he has any. Yes. I'm assuming he does. Mm -hmm. So then, um, yeah, let me first re-roll to see if I get my determination back. spend two to disarm him. Oh, that's a really good idea. I'm trying to think. Would Klingons consider that honorable? Unfair. I mean, dude couldn't... no, Dude, you can't hang on to his I'm just Yeah, <laughs> if he can't ha- hang on to it, I guess. All right. Yeah, let's disarm him. Okay, so we're at four momentum. Uh, spend two to disarm him. Okay. No, no, or, we wait, 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 wait. No, I spend, I spend, uh, yeah, spend just two to disarm him. No, no, yeah, because I want to punch the resistance. Oh, okay. So I spend a total so of three. So you at four and you mm-hmm. kill the resistance. Exactly, Ash, thank you. So uh, one to punch through two resistance, two to disarm him. And then I'm going to roll 1d6 to see if I get my moment, my determination back. 
Oh, man, I forgot about that, too. Nope. All right. And then okay. roll your damage. All righty. Cool. Here's with the Ushan Tor. All right. So I do six damage. Okay. He takes it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, gets like a grin on his face. He seems happy oh, yeah. that you scored a hit on him. Sure. sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Did you did you spin any threat? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. How many? One? One. Cool. Just taking it down. All right. Something, um, something. They got first blood. Something, something. Yep. <laughs> um, question, Craig. Uh, because yes. I know this, this can uh, abuse the whole um, uh, action economy. Are we as the crew allowed to, you know, get involved, obviously not physically, uh, into the duels? Um, depends on how you want to do it. Can um, we heckle? Uh, exactly that. Or actually, uh, in, in my case, I'm cheering on the captain. Uh, yes, you can try and do that. Okay. Um, the, this is a Klingon veteran, so he's going to be pretty unshakable, but you can give it a shot. Oh, right. That's why I'm cheering on the captain and spending okay. th- three momentum as his executive officer to give him his determination back. Sure. And, awesome. Um, and sorry, did you say roll for that or go for that? No, go. I'm good for that. Sure. Okay. Um, and so yeah, spending three of our momentum, get the determination back. Um, and I, I think it's probably just a little like bit of Andorian that picked up from Lieutenant Shavor. And <laughs> that's basically that's one. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah. I'm looking for the disarmed because I want to. I think you can just pick his weapon back up as a minor action. Hmm. Oh, that's oh, true. Really? If somebody wants, if somebody hmm. wants to look that up just to make sure. But that moments. means he can't do another minor action unless he spends threat. Yeah. Uh, just seems like two momentum to spend to disarm someone isn't worth it if they can spend a minor action to do it. So I'm not disputing um, well, the rule. I'm just updating can, my choice sure. of what to yeah. do. Look it through. Yeah, one weapon held by the target is knocked away and falls to the ground within reach. Yeah, that seems not worth. Yeah, uh, drawing an item as picking up an item within reach as a minor action. So it just prevents right, him. But then he, but he can't use his minor action, for example, to charge his phaser or you know that kind of thing. Yep. There's uh, several different things that he can't do because he did that unless he spends additional threat. Right. Of course. Yeah, because I could have just spent the momentum to give two bonus damage. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We, we we have learned the yeah, I don't think anybody needs to wreck on anything. Or I could okay. re-roll damage. Oh yeah, there's lots of stuff I can do. Alright. Um he is gonna take his swing. Cool. And we'll buy a die with threat. Okay. Okay, down to four threat. Alright, I'm going to add a oh, die to threat. Oh, wait. Oh, he's gonna re-roll. Yeah, go ahead. Three successes. Cool. Okay, great. I'm going to um, let's see. We got one momentum. Yeah, I'm gonna um, add a die to threat, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna buy a die by adding one threat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend that one momentum, and because these are contested rolls, there's no reason not to spend determination right now. So uh, I'm going to. Oh, wait a minute. No, I will do the same thing I did before. I will spend one momentum and add two threat. 
So we're not zero momentum. Yep. Max threat. And I'm gonna spending my determination. Okay. Here we go. Oh yeah. So that's eight. All right. Uh, so five goes into the. Well, we still need to have one. So. So it's five net. Yeah. So, so I got you need choices. Four. Um, well, you need to get four. You have to beat him. Yeah, he has three, right? Right. So yeah, four. So four goes in the pool. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. If yeah, you got so three, four you net. needed to have four. So gotcha. So it's four net. Okay. Yep. Cool. Excellent. Then um, I will um, put three in the pool. Mm -hmm. No, I will put four in the pool. Actually, what am I doing? Um, yeah, because I want to keep that around for next round, especially with Eorlor right there. So then I will roll damage. All right. Ooh. Yeah. So he takes uh, eight damage. Okay. Um, you get a very solid hit on him. Um, so your first strike sort of catches him with a slash across the middle. Um, mm -hmm. He tries to come in low and you just deflect up with your arm and then stab um, with your weapon and score a very solid hit. Um, he kind of stands there for a minute with a grunt and then drops to his knees. Mm. Uh, he is injured. Okay. Not subdued. No, you've won the fight. Injured oh, okay, means cool. you're basically out of it unless you've got a talent that allows you to keep on going. Okay, perfect. Um, That's what I was yep. trying to confirm. Thank a you. As soon as this guy like hits the ground, um, Commander kind of steps in to intervene between, keep the Andorian mm -hmm. from from you know going further, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> and then also idea. calling to Doctor Hudson, and and basically. Being the the orderly for the uh, for the doc, um, mm -hmm. and, and and look down at you know, it, but he didn't give us the title. You know, well done. Do your uh, injuries need tending? Um, you're looking at the click on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's a, 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 um, a he's definitely injured. He's uh, definitely bleeding. Uh, sort of a pink, kind of a pink kind of blood. Mm -hmm. Kind of neat, different from humans. Um, and he's, yeah, 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 <laughs> cool. You fight well, Captain, and his trickle of blood coming out. As do you, Odun. Ask your questions. After Why you guys showed each other your honors. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, uh, Dr. Hudson, did you want to do a medical roll? Sure. Sure. While that's going Catch on. Catch this guy up. Sure. Yeah. And meanwhile, True, are you going to spend that momentum to give me back a determination? Uh, I was going to wait for you to roll your d6. Cool. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I do that every time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Captain. As soon as you figure out if you need it, you need it. <laughs> is that good? No. Okay. You need to get so a six, think, right? Yeah. I think that one is not in effect, right? It's a zero or is it in the middle? I don't remember. Oh, where, uh, where we have to challenge scroll back. dice. Are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one is not in effect. Five or six is in effect. Right. Okay, cool. Thank you. So yeah, um, spend three momentum. Cool. What is my role here? We're just patching somebody up. Um, yeah, uh, reason medicine seems straightforward. You got a med kit. This is emergency medicine. You're 
my good one. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> this, now the doc gets to show off. This is nor- normal doc. Oh, yeah. This is this what you get. Real at. good. No, he's badly injured, so it would normally be difficulty two, but because of your talent, it becomes difficulty one. <laughs> it's a casual 16. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean you totally have this on lock, not going to have any problems? Hey, hey. No sweat. Yeah. No sweat. So you can either um, use an immediate momentum spend to reduce his injuries even further, or you can bank that momentum. And uh, I'm going to um, offer you something here, Dr. Hudson. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, if you spend the momentum to return him to full health by playing on your... Um, I don't know if that would really apply. No. Yeah, the selflessness value. I'll mm-hmm. also give you a determination. Ooh. Joke's on you. I was going to do it anyways. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Alright, so our momentum pool remains one. Doc Hudson gets another determination. Now, just to be clear, because of that offer, it's not just he's now treated and wounded and his wounds are still there. Like you've basically returned him to almost go. to full health. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. So, okay. Like, like, I mean, we've beaten this guy put, twice now. <laughs> no, right. I mean, yeah. Okay, At this okay. point, I don't think that he's stupid enough to fight again no. also in front or, of his men he, he said honor, honor duel yeah yeah <laughs> yep yeah which uh, is why so, i carted them out wait so we should be at more than zero momentum we're at one, one. we should be at one the captain Didn't was spending had... momentum captain of the commander was spending momentum like crazy yeah so we're at one and also bear in mind i just spent three to give the captain yeah, his to give determination, the determination back, back. Okay, I missed that part. Oh, sorry. I missed that part. Sorry. Last last thing I had was Ralph put four in. I was like, yeah. Okay. Where did it all go? Yeah, where did three go? Okay, so we're at one. So, yep. And max threat, right? Yep. Um, Five threat. Oh, oh, that's right. You spent one. Just trying to keep track of that. Cool. All right. Cool, cool. Um, So, true to his word, he is an open book. Excellent. Uh, any questions anyone wants to ask him, he is certainly willing to ask. We can either just, I can give you a summary or we can go through it specifically, uh, however you guys want to do it. I think at, we should do it out of character, considering we all have questions we're going to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, so I'll give you the salient details first, and then you can um, probe if there's anything further you want. Uh, he knows where all the prophets are located. Great. Um, the Klingons have taken over um, uh, a remote villa to sort of their headquarters. <laughs> um and uh, the prophets are all kept there. He also tells you that uh, the captain that you're dealing with, um, what's his name, Bupak, um, he's definitely on the outs with the rest of the flotilla. Ooh. Um, he violated direct orders to remain behind here. And uh, this fellow that you're dealing with can tell you that Bupak has got some kind of crazy idea about a terror out of myth. And he's become obsessed with um, the concept of the locals' builders. Mm. Um, and that's why he stays behind, stayed behind. So he's, Bupak um, isn't spending a lot of time with the prophets um, and basically ignoring his other orders and duties. So he's violated direct orders from the flotilla captain. Mm. So he's being a very gonna, bad He's not going to be a lot of cooperation between. 
the two groups at this point. He's basically a fugitive at this point. Wow. Okay. Um, so you have the location of where they are. There's half a dozen guards um, protecting um, their headquarters. Um, and Gupak would be there unless he's off doing something else. Cool. This on the planet, right? Yes. So Great. if there's any other questions you guys want to get around that, but that's he's fully free and open with his information. Excellent. I have a real quick follow-up question. Sure. How many of those guards are Klingon? They're all Klingons. Okay, cool. Great. They don't Six, uh, seven they don't use subject races on the birds of prey. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um do uh is Wodan um <clears throat> willing to assist us in basically apprehending a criminal at this point. Where does his uh, loyalty lie? With his commander or with his empire? Question. Yeah. Submit him to Klingon justice. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's give what they call a, the big boomerang swords, right? Give me a, <laughs> give me a presence command roll. Yes. Can I add an additional die due to uh, diffuse the tension? Because uh, basically, this this being this is this is commanders, you know, also speak softly, carry a big stick. It's like, listen, let's do this without anybody getting hurt. Let's call this guy out, get him to surrender, you know, kind of vibe. I'll buy that. Sure. Okay. Cool. Sorry, presence That's plus excellent. which command? Command. Presence okay. command uh, with the caveat that Bok gets turned over to him. Sure. Ooh. Oh, he's gonna kill him. And take command. That's awesome. Or, right. <laughs> or take him in. I mean, take him into custody so he gets the honor of it. Not right. my problem. Ooh, yeah. That's good. Yep. We literally don't care. <laughs> it's like a win all around. Uh, yeah, and I right. believe that either diplomacy or cultural studies would apply to this role. Diplomacy would apply. Oh, either one, actually. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, presence, command, three dice. Focus on yes. Go! Okay, that's all right. Three. That's good. Um, so, I would call that a difficulty three, but because of the honor duel that you guys. Offered and you have treated them honorably at every step of the way. And that difficulty reduces down to two, so you can bank that one momentum. Excellent. Like it. And he says, as far as Gupak is concerned, he will assist in apprehending him. Excellent. Okay. But, but that doesn't resolve any of the other issues that stand between you. No, the Klingons still want this planet, they still want the dilithium crystals. But on the very narrow subject of Gupak, he sure. will help you apprehend him. That's fine. And, you know, sure. and, and I think the commander will say, no, that's absolutely fine. I imagine that, you know, uh, our two factions are going to have it out over this battle, uh, over this, you know, planet. But in this particular case, we need to deal with an immediate threat. And so fine. All right. You build an understanding one step at a time. This is the next step. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, then comes a test, and he says, "And free me and my men." Okay. Captain Commander's on board with it, but looks over to the captain. So the captain is is thinking about teasing him and saying, "Well, it doesn't matter because we can subdue you, and I could beat you myself again." And then remembers that, "Oh, wait a minute." Klingons don't have that sense of humor that that just erodes the trust, right? That they're like pretty black or white. You're insulting my honor. It's like, no, man, like we did the fight. I'm just joking around, right? <laughs> so he chooses not to do that. 
Yes. Good choice. Good choice. Cultural studies commander would go new. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> he says done. All right. Uh, just to clarify, did Wodun request the weapons back? Um, no, he did not go that far. Okay. Back. So as you guys are untying one of his weapons, one of his guys says, um, I'm not going to help any Federation, but talk. Okay, and I punch him in the face. Well, no, you don't oh. even get a chance to. Don't taste that King Klingon justice. Wadun just like smacks his forehead right into the guy's face and knocks him to the ground. Yes. And just sort of stands over him and just says, like looking at the others, any other disagreements? <laughs> and they're all silent. Commander looks over to the captain right. and says, yeah. so I have a thought on future uh, <laughs> conflict resolution on the ship. <laughs> and it'd be right up Shavor's alley. Right. Commander, let it be known there will be no treatment for concussions in my medical bag. <laughs> no, doctor. <laughs> So there are a, a few additional out-of-character questions, I think, sure. that people might want to ask. Uh, I'd like to give Ash an opportunity first, because, you know, we're all chatting. Um, I wanted to know if, basically, they could give us anything that would, or communicate back to the ship, their ship, or something, in a way that would let us basically call off this little whatever they're doing to let us get back on our ship. I gotcha. Um, he says that's not his. He doesn't have the ability to influence that. But if we take, well, you have commander. the ability to influence that once we have Gulpak. That's his name. Gulpak. I may. I doubt that I would be inclined to. I said I would help you apprehend Gulpak. That is the extent and the limit to which I'm willing to work with you. Okay, uh, Captain Chichlor then says, but you did agree to answer our questions. So yes. the lieutenant is going to ask you a few technical questions about your ship, and I expect you to adhere to your honor in answering those. Of course. If I may offer a suggestion, it would probably be simpler for my crew and I to fly to the headquarters, bluff our way past the guards, and just land as a friendly vessel at the landing pad adjacent to the manor. I think, uh, and so the captain is going to, you know, lean a little bit in and say, um, I, I trust the Klingon concept of honor much more so than I trust a random Klingon. He... Like, you can see the gears whirring as he's trying to parse that. What do you mean? I mean, and he's like, he's and he's prepared to be offended, but he's not, <laughs> yeah, sure, he's not sure if he should be. That's totally fine. And, and, and I say, You have adhered to honor as we have treated you honorably. And so, if you commit to apprehending Gapak and helping us in that, and you are offering to do this in the course of honorably satisfying that commitment to help us. Apprehend Kapok? I see no problem with your suggestion of that ruse. 
he takes a deep breath and draws himself up and put his hands on his hips and he says, that's twice. I will not brook a third insult, implied or overt, to my honor. So Captain Chichalor, um, like kind of stares back at him. He's a puffing bird in front of his men. And uh, he says, but I'm going to give you this for free. Yeah. Like he's 100% prepared to die. If you, if what you say that he construes as an insult again, I get it. Yeah. I I get it. What what I mean is that Mm -hmm. Captain Trichelor feels like he has confirmed his initial suspicions that his reaction to the things that he, that Trichelor says will necessarily be enhanced by the presence of other Klingons. And so in Trichelor's mind where he implies, Hey, look, I don't trust you, but I trust your commitment to honor. And so, okay, we'll go along with the ruse. And then the guy interprets that as an insult. Ch- Captain Churchill is like, okay, he's unreasonable, even more so than most Klingons. And so, considering he's puffing himself up, Captain Churchill is going to relax a little bit in terms of how he engages him. That, okay. That's what I, that's what I meant. That's what I was trying to suggest. So, it reminds me of shit. I forget what it's from. It's like, all right, dog, look at. Check it out. You're coming at me with a bunch of big words that I don't know, and I'm going to take that as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Gosh, man, All right. Um, so you pile into the shuttle? Uh, well, the thing or, is, or Lieutenant Zeklund still questions. had questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he just Damn. offered that ruse, and, yep. and, and so the captain was just trying to reinforce, hey, you said you were going to answer our questions, yep. and the lieutenant is going to ask you a bunch of questions. So before we move on, I want to make sure that that's, that, sure. that happens. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, basically just anything anything that I think our people might be able to exploit. like Notably, up on the ship, on the carrier. Yeah, like your specs. Tell me about your weapons, <laughs> ship your shields. modulation, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have any more little fighters? Oh yeah, birds of prey, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Klingons don't generally um, use small craft for hostile operations. Um, although all their shuttles are armed. Uh, but they don't generally deploy them in a fight, not like the Federation does. Like the Federation has carriers and things like that. Um, he's He agreed to talk... Uh, he, he hedges a little bit. He's agreed to help you on the planet and tell you everything that you want to know about what's going on the planet and where the people are and the disposition of all the forces but he hasn't agreed to uh, give you a spear in the belly of the Klingon Empire. Oh my gosh. So, I don't care about the Klingon Empire. I, right, but he's you're asking for technical details and things like that about their ships and weaknesses of their ships and stuff. He's he's not necessarily willing to cross that line. Can I ask a character question? Sure. To clarify? Because mm-hmm. I, I was trying to do that in character when Irelor very specifically said, um, when he asked, hey, for an honor, do I'll be an open book? He said, all right, do I have your word that you're going to answer any of our questions that we have that will help us de-escalate the situation and protect the people on our ship, regardless of how much it'll put you and the people on your ship in duress? And he said, yes. Um, Right. But as you're probing into the details and things like that, um, he's starting to hedge a little bit about revealing like design um, details of ships and things like that. It's like, he was not going to give you away this, the weaknesses of the entire D7 battle cruiser class. 
Right. Uh, he's not going to give you vulnerabilities of the warbirds. I think um, because it, that has strategic implications for the Klingon Empire, and he's not willing. He's not willing to sacrifice that. And he, I mean, it's you can kill him if you want, um, and he'll gladly let you do it. Um, but he will answer any questions you have about the planet, the people on the planet, their disposition of their forces, inter-fleet uh, information, who's in charge of what ship, uh, personalities of the captains, that kind of stuff. He'll give you that kind of information, but he's not going to give you potentially strategic level. Advantages over yeah, the and 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 I think at this point the, the 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 nice middle ground here between what he in character agreed to versus what he's actually able to give is just like, hey, what's the you know what ships do we actually have out there, you know, and you know what, what's the deployment of the the bird of prey so we can you know catch it out of cloak. Um, or, you know, or something like that. That something that we can give to the Curie that can hopefully de-escalate the situation. Yeah, basically, I just want to stop him down and be like, "Look, I want to get back to my ship. How can you help me do that?" Um. So his response to that would be, if the D five light cruiser has engaged, um, they're gonna keep on fighting until they win or are driven off. Um, so as long as that's going on, the Curie won't be able to lower shields to beam you back up. Um, the battle, or the, he does confirm that the Warbird is in system. It'll remain cloaked. The amount of cooperation is, there may not be any cooperation or, um, Gupak might decide to use this as an opportunity to get back in good with the fleet. Um, in this kind of a situation, the D5 is going to be trying to maneuver the Curie to give the Warbird an advantageous decloak. So that's probably why they're doing the dance, the, the Klingon Saber dance that uh, Shavori talked about. Cool. So that would be the, he would tell you about the tactics that he would expect him to be using in system. Okay. Um, which I think is enough for the commander to be basically say, okay, so when if we can get in contact with the lieutenant, we'll confirm to bluff and, and go with the maneuvering and then basically fire on the... Be prepared to get stabbed in the back. Yeah, because the, the, the cloak has to come completely down, if I remember correctly, before they can fire. Um, so basically, yep, oh, I'm totally not looking behind me while holding the mirror, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. and there's a there's a period of several seconds when they will be vulnerable, right? And just mm -hmm. confirm that hey, that's what they're trying to do. Just walk into the trap and be ready to catch <laughs> catch the blade. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, just out of character, um, Ralph, I wasn't trying to cheat you on that. Oh, I I know. I was okay. just trying to clarify because Captain Chich, I was in character trying mm -hmm. to do something so that the other players and their characters. Can do stuff. I didn't yep. want it just to just be an interrogation where Ilrolo has this interaction. So he wanted to mm -hmm. set it up so, in particular, Ash and Lieutenant Zeckelman could ask a bunch of questions and get the answers to those questions so that she can do what her skills mo best allow her to do. So that that was the reinforced, like trying to clarify that was my intent to make sure that we have a, a comfortable player and character interaction with the scene. Sure. So. Okay. Right. And then I, I have another idea that Erelor would suggest, so I'll do this in character. So with um with we'll do like uh um stifling some of the responses, 
Captain Chichlor um, leans down to the lieutenant and says, Lieutenant, after uh, we apprehend Kupak, perhaps we can go to City Hall and the speaker won't have any objection to allowing you to use their communications technology to perhaps use that to locate the other ships. Mm-hmm. Very good point. All right. So what's next for the crew of the Curie? At this point, we have one shuttle, Klingon, that mm-hmm. we need to have Wadoon use. Well, I guess we can actually ride in the back. and have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we sneaking on with this, Ruse? I think that's a good idea. I think mm-hmm. if we're... Because we need to get offered, profits. Yeah, he's offered it as an alternative, so... Yeah. An alternative to what? To us flying over there? Oh, to you guys, whatever you want, might want to do. He's offered that oh. as a suggestion. He can bluff his way through uh, any security checks and stuff and get you guys on the ground at the estate. Yeah, I think that's the way okay, you want to do it. Sounds good. Okay. Easy enough. Just update my notes. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. So, one of the things that we don't actually have to cover because craze there, but like Commander eventually starts asking some very weird old Klingon history questions oh, that's that clearly have been bugging Kitneal and just like, <laughs> hey, so like a hundred years ago there was this thing that happened. What do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, he is more than happy to talk about Klingon history <laughs> and fill in any blanks you may have. That's funny. Um, his history tends to be from the point of view of his family line mm-hmm. um, and larger events and stuff, so he doesn't have a lot of details from different perspectives. It, um, so what you're, it's clear to you that you're getting like a very biased oh, yeah. um, recounting of what happened. Um, but yeah, he, he will talk Klingon history for hours. That's fine. Uh, that yeah. may actually be what like Kitmule, like is in the shuttle, <laughs> like with them all piloting and like, okay, so hang on, what about... <laughs> Because I was I was a couple systems over. I mean, um, I had family a couple <laughs> systems over. Yeah, even a bias retelling can be okay. A couple hundred years ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, space, everything's relative. What were you saying, Nash? Okay. Uh, it's like even a bias retelling can be really informative. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Because you're getting what is the history to these people. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good point. All right, um, so you guys are in the ship, heading towards the manor. Um, Break time. Give me, everybody can give me, what am I going to want here? Hmm. Um, call it control security. But okay. I'll accept, this is a noticing something going on. Oh, yeah. Um, small craft apply? Mm, no. Does infiltration dynamics? apply? Because we are sneaking. Uh, Is this no. something going on between the Klingons? Uh, n- no, it's something just... Uh, uh, there's some, uh, an event happening I want to see. Notices. Okay. okay. This is an unexpected challenge? <laughs> something... Yeah. I, oh, I, I super failed. Okay, oh, cool. no. Great. Lieutenant, what have you done? I was rolling 14 dice, or against a 14. 
Sweet. Um, actually, Good. Ash, um, I think your complication range needs to be set back down to one. Uh, uh, I've been, oh, it's yeah. been at three this whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was an 18. So, yeah, uh, that's good. Okay. Well, it was fine then. It was still not zeros, but. All right. Um... I'm going to spend a couple of threat intrusion. intrusion. Cool. Is that two? How many right. threat? Two? Yep. I got Wait. three left. Cool. Right. Okay. That's what I got. Um, so you guys uh, fly with the Klingons at the controls. Um, it's like about a rough ride. They're not too concerned about passenger safety or comfort or anything like that. They're not Naturally. being like aggressively asshole-ish mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just the Klingons just don't care how rough the ride is when they have like three like eight chambered hearts and like three livers and yeah like yeah redundant nervous system oh yeah oh yeah chris i'll tell you about it during the break (laughs) please don't (laughs) (laughs) um and uh you the shuttle is hailed um there's a little bit of back and forth um if somebody can give me a reason science for Mm. understanding klingon if anyone understands klingon Cultural studies might apply or something similar like that. Starfleet protocol. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, let's just say reason on a reason science role. Of history as a focus and also infiltration. I think it's reasonable she could understand Klingon. Um sure. So with two successes, I'll give that to you. Sure. Um it, it just starts out like you know, what the hell are you doing here? You're supposed to be at the mine. <laughs> um, and your pilot makes a response of something about lineal, uh, lineage, uh, lineage and the mating habits of Targ or something like that. You're not really sure. <laughs> the guy on the other end responds with what you think is an expletive. You're not sure. Um, but they end up with I clearance. Targ was an expletive. <laughs> um, they end up with uh, clearance to land. Uh, the guys awesome. at the manor are apparently not sure what's going on, why they can't raise the ships in orbit. Hmm. Um, oh, so they can't talk to their ships either. They can't talk to their ships either. That is an interesting note. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the shuttle sets down, no problem. Um, the door opens up. Um, a couple of the Klingons have come out to greet the shuttle. Um, and uh, that's where we uh, go to break. Wadoon's men immediately fall upon them as soon as the door is open. Yeah. And in about three seconds, the fight's over, and there's two unconscious Klingons at the bottom of the raft. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> and Wadoon said, you know, does a very elaborate bow and right. let's uh, let you guys head down the boarding up if you so choose. Yep. Uh, oh, Watching okay. to see if their <laughs> weapons were picked up and we now have armed Klingon behind us. Yeah, no, the first thing yeah. they, they do is they grab the weapons off the phone cards. Yeah. So um, I just noticed a message from Fox on uh, Twitch chat. Um, implying that we're not taking a break. <laughs> no, we, we, oh. we're coming to a break now, Fox. <laughs> yeah, so we're coming to a break now. So this is actually probably a good spot to call it then, as you guys are just about to infiltrate uh, the manor house. Um, yeah, we went a couple minutes over. I get so excited. I'm just having so much fun. I know, it's so good. We, we, <laughs> we noticed and we were like, and break? Yeah. A break? <laughs> Maybe break? Yeah, jerk that leash, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> no, when you're going to go. Perhaps a different <laughs> metaphor. Perhaps yeah. putting a hand on your shoulder and saying, hey, 
Sure. <laughs> sure. Or in a Klingon way, give me a headbutt. <laughs> Take a break. Okay, sure. No problem. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Hope you had a really good time. Uh, as you can tell, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I hope everyone else mm-hmm. is, too. Um, please join us on Discord. It's an awesome community. If you're following us on YouTube and watching us every week and that kind of stuff, or following us on, on Twitch, hang out in the Discord. It's great. It's an awesome community. Um, there's n- no drama. It's lots of fun. All kinds of different subjects. People post animal pictures and share their artwork. And it's just a wonderful place. That's geekinto.space. Um, if you feel so inclined, um, you're more than welcome to support us on uh, uh, Patreon at staylucky.club. Uh, the money we use there to um, refresh hardware, um, um, hire video editors on occasion to give Drew a bit of a break, pay for awesome artwork um, that's uh, going to be coming out soon. I can't wait to see the finals. Um, and I guess that's it. Um, Twitch folks, uh, we'll see you after the break. YouTube folks, we'll see you next week. And uh, bye. Join us next time for more bold action. <laughs> <laughs>